Alright, all you Streetlight Crusaders and wrestling fans alike out there tonight, welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special, and now it's time for us to talk about what happened during the second half of Monday Night Raw from San Jose, California. I keep getting confused with San Diego, hence the delay. But despite delays in titles, folks, the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than Ivar going one-on-one -on -one against Xavier Woods with Kofi Kingston on commentary annoying the daylights out of Wade Barrett. And during the said contest, besides Kofi Kingston annoying Wade Barrett, we would see Ivar pulling off a corner senton of sorts for near fall, only for Xavier Woods to come back with a discus punch kick combination leading into an alpine water slide, only for near fall, or a modified samurai driver, or a Samoan driver according to Call and the Maestro, and uh, apparently they said either or, will be acceptable, which led to not only a powerbomb counter by none other than Ivar leading into a splash counter into a roll-up only for near fall. But ultimately this match would come to an emphatic end after yet another powerbomb counter leading into a small package by Xavier Woods for him to win this match and spell game over for Ivar via pinfall. But after the match was over, that victory would be a bit of a Pyrrhic one, because then you would see none other than Ivar beating the daylights out of Xavier Woods, only for Kofi Kingston to try to go inside the ring and make the save for him to get hit with a spinning heel kick, and then Xavier Woods to meet one as well, only for Ivar to hit a nasty tiger. Bomb right directly on Kofi Kingston on top of Xavier Woods, then would stack up the bodies and immediately pull off a nasty mood salt on the both of them. For Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston to be in pain, but for next week to see a Vikings rules match between Kofi Kingston and Ivar. Now, if I remember correctly, the last time the New Day fought against the Vikings in a Vikings Brewers match, we would see the Viking Raiders winning it. I wonder if that'll happen again. Hmm. But besides that run back of a Viking Rules match we're going to see on Raw next week, Seth Metal Seth Rollins would get interviewed in the center of the ring by Michael Cole. And Michael Cole would say that several of the nicknames that he would give Seth Rollins over the years, like the architect, the master manipulator, and even the puppeteer at one point, only for him to be the puppet for once due to the actions of Shinsuke Nakamura. Only for Seth Rollins to say after several weeks of him ducking and dodging, we would see Shinsuke Nakamura finally giving him the rematch that he wanted, only for Michael Cole to say he doesn't understand what's going on, and you need to understand that this might be your last match due to what's going on with your back. Are you, do you realize how dangerous a last man standing match is? And would even explain the rules just like he did to Roman and Dean Ambrose at one point when he was a part of the company. Only for Seth Rollins to say that, yeah, his back, despite it hanging by a thread, the reason why he's doing this, he asked Michael Cole, how many years have you been here? 26 years. 
How many shows have you missed? Only two in 26 years. Wow, that's very impressive. But outside of that side note, folks, he would say that, yeah, the reason why you do it is the same reason I do it is because that you're addicted to it, that you love this, and that's how he feels about what he's doing in the ring. But the fact that he's world heavyweight champion, it amplifies that responsibility and says that when you're the champ, you have to leave it all in the ring. And if this is his last match, he'll make an example for his daughter and of course what he's done in the ring and the fact of what the ring gave to him, which not only would be the fans and also his wife and his daughter and would say, yeah, that's the best reason he's got. And it's a feeling, and it feels right. But what wouldn't feel right, folks, would be none other than Shinsuke Nakamura showing up on the screen saying that no one believes you about your back and you just want others to feel sorry for you. Only for Shinsuke Nakamura to appear from behind with a hit to the spine, then even a Kinshasa to follow things up. Only for Shinsuke Nakamura on the screen to begin the count. Only for Seth Rollins to get back up, immediately get hit well over eight times with a steel chair, and then for the count to begin again, only for Seth to get up again. And for his relentlessness, what would he suffer? A Triple H-esque-like pendulum backbreaker onto the steel chair, and a Kinshasa right to the face, or a knee to face, only for Kinshasa Master Shinsuke Nakamura to finally count to 10 and then immediately hold up the championship to show that he's gonna win that on Sunday. Maybe. And then immediately after that, we would see none other than Drew McIntyre making his way to the ring. Now, granted, that was after the Tegan Knox match, but since we're going back into the regular time flow of things, Drew McIntyre would say that the only person he answers to is to his fans after 22 years, despite the highs and lows, and would even say that he's going to stop trying to help others and would not show up less than 100% for the fights that he wants to be a part of. And he would also mention that the fact that anybody else who didn't help when Jay got beat up are just a bunch of hypocrites. And would say forgiveness for Jay is weakness, not strength, only for The Miz to come out to say that he's the strongest person then for him not forgiving what happened last week after getting hit with a glass cow kiss and for of course this week canceling Miz TV and oh I almost forgot to mention Drew McIntyre said to Adam Pierce, make sure the Miz don't show up tonight or else but the Miz decided to show up and then we would hear the Miz saying you're the reason why in the world I had fans chanting shut up Miz and would then hear him say that Drew McIntyre is somebody who's not the Batman of this company, but is Two-Face. Someone who is so self-absorbed and someone who picks a side that only benefits himself. Only for The Miz to say after Drew McIntyre would tell him to shut up, would say that he doesn't shut up, he grows up, and whenever he see him, he throws up. Yeah. 
which I got a feeling he got either from a good old-fashioned new episode of Looney Tunes or from one of his daughters that he has with Marie's. And then immediately would hear The Miz get called an idiot by Drew McIntyre, only for The Miz to respond back to say that, you know what, you're not worth my time. And Drew would say, yeah, you're right, time's up, and it's time to fight. (laughs) And The Miz would say, you know what, I'm just gonna walk away and prove how much of the bigger man I am, only for him to attack Drew McIntyre from behind with a mic. Bad move bad move because the Miz would get the ever-living daylights flag tag beaten out of him and this match made official by Adam Pierce. only for Drew McIntyre to continue the beating by not only running the Miz's spine into the apron and the barricade back and forth like a ping pong match but then would hit not one but two separate release belly-to-belly suplexes into a neck breaker only for the Miz to come back during this match with a double knee face breaker assist with the ropes and then would ask the referee to check on him but then we would see the Miz trying to undo the turnbuckle pad only for Drew McIntyre to come back with a glass cow kiss and then instead of hitting a claymore would try to use a claymore in the form of Angela only for Drew McIntyre to decide to remove the turnbuckle pose, slam the Miz's head into the said pose, hit a future shock DDT for him to win this impromptu match via pinfall. And then after that would say that I decided to say that I'm not the same guy I was 30 seconds ago and now I'm automatically forgiven. Yay! <laughs> for freaking Michael Cole to say what is wrong with Drew McIntyre I don't know you know that's something between Drew and himself (laughs) but outside of that bit of business folks the next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would be our main event of the evening which would see none other than the ring general Gunter going one-on-one against Tommaso Ciampa for the Intercontinental Championship. Now I wonder, and I bet a couple of you at home are wondering the same thing, why in the world is this match happening tonight and not at Fastlane? Well, the only reason it's happening, folks, is because Gunter, who pissed off Tommaso Ciampa after Ciampa would say that Gunter would get opportunity after opportunity after opportunity, only for Tommaso Ciampa to constantly get roadkill and try to turn it into filet mignon to finally get an opportunity after trying to prove that so many times, and would then say that, yeah, sign the contract. And for Gunter not to sign the contract to see Tommaso Ciampa finally live the five-year-old dream he always wanted to see. For Ciampa to piss off Gunter, get the title match tonight, and hence your main event. And during this main event match, folks, action would go back and forth with chops aplenty and even a nasty boot by Gunter for near fall, only to see none other than 
Tommaso Ciampa avoiding the chop on the announce table for Gunter to hurt his hand and not eat not one but two tiger knees to meet our tiger knee quarter for the night leading them back inside the ring for willow's belt to strike for a near fall even to see a tyrannosaurus rex drop kick by gunter for a near fall even seeing a reverse ddt and a tiger knee only for a near fall but ultimately this match would come to an emphatic end by seeing Gunter, despite having a hurt hand and being put in the Sicilian stretch, to reverse out into a doctor bomb with a hurt hand into a power bomb, only for him to hit a sleeper hold afterwards for Gunter to retain the Intercontinental Championship via pinfall. Or according to Carl and the Maestro, via sleep. Cause he was unfit for battle to quote my sister and after he was deemed unfit for battle Gunter would leave the ring as Vinci and Kaiser would decide to beat the daylights out of Tommaso Ciampa in the ring but despite him getting beat folks next thing you know we would see none other than Johnny Gargano who's been missing for several weeks finally being found in the ring taking out Kaiser with a slingshot spear and a super kick to his face then a super kick to Vinci and then immediately would see the DIY group brought back together again with a super kick tiger knee combination right directly to the face of Vinci, only for a special news report to come along and block that from being seen, but luckily on YouTube was able to be seen by yours truly to close out Monday Night Raw with a DIY reunion for this week. And for those who are wondering at home, yes, this Friday we will be reviewing the match card of Fastlane and all of the hodgepodge matches that they're going to be making over the next couple of days. But what will happen next week on Monday Night Raw? Will the Judgment Day reign supreme still with gold around their waist? Will Mommy defend that championship at the next pay-per-view? And will Rhea Ripley finally be called that or will she just be called something else on Monday Night Raw after Nia Jax is through with her? We find out the answers to that and more next week for another thrilling post-pay-per-view edition of Monday Night Raw. And I guess with that said, I think it's time for us to head back to the music and grab a glass of water. And when we return, we'll be back with more of the Streetlight Delight as the Tuesday Night Special rolls on right after this. So don't head downstairs for that post-midnight snack just yet, folks. And stay tuned. 